0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another uh, episode of Screen Beans. This is episode one hundred and fourteen. We're your host, Jerry Wilson,
1: and Carolyn Chili,
0: and it's been a while. But uh, today we're going to talk about Ant Man and Wasp, the Wasp, the Wasp uh, movie that came out this past weekend, which was uh, pretty good. So, or was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, uh, some news.
1: What we have news? Well,
0: yes, and it's over my my favorite topic, DC stuff, for Ooh. the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess uh, Joaquin Phoenix has officially signed on to do the Joker, the movie origin, nobody asked for. The, yeah, yes, that nobody asked for. But I guess he signed on to do the Joker origin movie, which, like you said, no one asked for. We don't. I don't need to see it. I mean,
1: at I all. think we've talked about it before. Care. I kind of like not knowing the Joker. Like, it's kind of a mystery. Like, it's all lies. Mm-hmm. Like, the stories that you've been told, do you know if those are true or did he just make those up? And is this
0: going to be, like, two hours worth of lies? I mean, are we, are we we at the end of this movie, are we really going to find out the origin of the Joker? I don't think we are. I think it's going to be two hours of wasted time.
1: Either way, it probably will be... <laughs> Yeah, I just don't understand why the DC thinks it's so important to show all of their bad guys are their bad guys more important than the good guys in this universe because we gotta keep it dark we gotta keep it dark so let's do Suicide Squad and Deathstroke and Joker and Harley Quinn and blah 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 mm -hmm. it's like who cares and
0: speaking of Harley Quinn I, I guess the Birds of Prey movie um I guess it's rumored that it's going to be a low-budget, rated R, and begin filming early 2019. And an additional rumor that came out a couple days after that was it's not going to include Batgirl. So how can you have a Birds of Prey movie that doesn't have Batgirl in it? And so is Harley Quinn going to... Is she going to be the anti-hero who does some bad things but then there's a even bigger bad person that she that is now the good guy has to go up and you know defeat kind of like the whole fox with the x-men and mystique where they had mystique because it was what's her name and we have to put her as the lead character in x-men so let's go ahead and we have this Harley Quinn, that everybody loves, just go ahead and make her kind of the hero of the Birds of Prey, which is ridiculous to me.
1: I just don't understand why they're wasting our time with all of these movies and not giving us what we actually fucking want.
0: Man, and, man, and yet again, Carolyn, a nice lead into what we don't really want is now a Shazam movie. The first official photo came out today of Zachary Levi, you know, all. Dulled up. Like not set, set, set an, images. Yeah. Instead of like an actual yeah, Yeah, standing next promo. to the kid that, you know, I guess the boy turns into Shazam. Yeah, another D C movie of something that I could really care less about. It's like, come on, give give me Flash, give me Green Lanterns. Give me those. I don't I don't really don't, I really don't care about these. And then looking at the image and I just have a feeling that this Shazam movie is going to be a dumpster fire. And they're going to well, I feel to like they're going to go too... way too
1: far on the other end. Like, mm-hmm. Superman is supposed to be hopeful, supposed to be a little bit cheat, you know. And it was, like, dark. And everybody complained. That's not what it is. Now, this one, I feel like they're going to go, like, way over on the cheesy kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, we don't want... It's like, come on. Just give us something in the middle that has... I don't know. We'll see.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, but you also look at it this way with going back to what you had said earlier about DC loving their villains and wanting to put their villains in, in the forefront. Well, you also still have black Adam that the rock is cast to play black Adam. Do we need a whole black Adam movie? Like, is he going to fight an even bigger villain than himself? Right. Which is,
1: isn't he part of Shazam too? Why isn't he in the Shazam movie? (laughs) because he's too big to play second second fiddle
0: i guess i guess but there's rumors out there that he's going to be having cameos in a couple movies is one of those movies shazam will he be in there for like a mid-credit scene or something who knows so i i I don't know i just don't know dc gives me such a headache
1: It's like, why, it's like every time, I don't have any, well, number one, I don't have any faith in their storyline, in their actually making movies that will coexist, they in the same universe, like does this Shazam play a part into the DCU, like the last one we saw with Justice League, is there going to be mentions, like is it going to be part of that? There's no, it's like with the MCU, they have like this huge timeline, Mm -hmm. everybody knows Where they go, everybody knows it's going to be part. There might be like very minimal Mm -hmm. things, but, you know, they all go together. You know, they gave us Iron Man, Thor, you know, um, Hulk. You know, they gave us the main ones, Mm -hmm. Captain America first. All of those single movies, origin, you know, Mm -hmm. so be it. Then Avengers. And then after they had like a... Dedicated fan base, they start mm-hmm. introducing characters that maybe some people don't know as much. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. um you know, guardians and you know Black Panther, you know,
0: yeah,
1: they don't start off, you know, they don't give us you know, Iron Man, then Avengers with all of those people we're supposed to already know, and then give <laughs> yeah. us a Doctor Strange movie. And then somewhere down the road we'll do a Captain America like mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the, and then at the same time you have two different guys playing jokers and they're supposed I, I would assume that there's two different guys playing the Joker that they're not the same joker that they're going to be in different universes somehow some way talk about confusing everyone.
1: Right. And having You're not
0: doing yourself any favor from by doing, doing an that. doing
1: the origin story with Joaquin Phoenix and then your other
0: Joker is Jared Leto. And it's like And and you've and you've come out and said that you're going to do a Joker Harley Quinn movie.
1: Right. And it's yeah. like so so Joaquin Phoenix as an origin isn't he older than Jared Leto? I mean, he at least looks and seems mm-hmm. older.
0: Yeah. I like DC and Warner Brothers when it comes to this whole thing, they are fucking clueless. I mean, they did the on, same thing on with all Gotham.
1: Of it. They did the, the same thing with Gotham, and age doesn't matter, and new and young, and you know, time, and it's all about the villains, and not about. It's kind of like, but who? yeah, it's
0: they they're, they're clueless, and now they've they've reshuffled the deck to where now they've you know Jeff Johns is now stepping down, and going somewhere else. You have all these other people now are in charge of all these other things. It's like, man. You guys need to get your shit together there first and all of the higher ups at Warner Brothers need to stay the hell out of it and, and let the comic book people do what they do instead of trying to, you know, get these movies pushed out so that you can get your bonuses. Mhm. But so, and we're not done with the movie news yet. Because there were some toys that leaked online for the Aquaman movie and you got your first kind of glimpse of Aquaman, who looks like he's going to be somewhat kind of comic book correct in his orange shirt, right. kind of green pants kind of thing. And then you also had the Black Manta little statue toy figurine thing. And that thing looked awesome. <laughs> awesome.
1: I'm just waiting for a trailer. I want to see an Aquaman trailer. And I know we have to wait till Comic-Con, so it's like another week.
0: Yeah, another week, week or, or so. so.
1: But it's like, come on people, how long have you been hyping up this movie? It better damn well sure be at least a decent movie because you've been mm-hmm. working on it for half my lifetime. <laughs> it feels like. I mean, geez, come on. Yes,
0: I, I just I, I hope that they that they use the extra time that they were given and it it actually performs well. Unlike Justice League where, you know, people were asking for more time and the Talking head said, no, we need our bonuses. Get the movie done and get it out. But we'll see. But also something happened earlier this week was that the Mary Poppins movie changed its theatrical release. And now it is on the same weekend as Aquaman and Bumblebee. So I'll be curious to see if Warner Brothers and DC say, you know what? Let's go ahead and release Aquaman a week early. Knowing if they do that, it's then going to be on the same weekend as the animated Spider-Man, Spider-Verse movie.
1: Yeah, but I still think that they would probably be get more clout than that. Yeah. Just because, I mean, they haven't even been really advertising the Spider-Man movie. It's going to be just dedicated nerds.
0: And and I, I think that if you look at the two weekends, I think if you move Aquaman to that weekend, the 14th of December, to go against the, the Spider-Man animated movie, I think it has a good opportunity to win the weekend. If you go to the Mary Poppins weekend, I, I can't see it winning over a Disney-Mary Poppins
1: No, because thing. Mary Poppins is going to be a more broad audience, and yeah. Aquaman is going to be split between it and Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so I, I I hope that they that they move it. I hope that they they move it to the fourteenth, so that it it at least has, I mean, it's still not the perfect situation because you still have another superhero thing going on. So
1: yeah, but it's still I think that they, if you had to choose, I would choose that one. And mm-hmm. then if it's actually decent, then word of mouth would give it a better weekend between Bumblebee and mm-hmm. yeah,
0: Mary Poppins. And speaking of kind of. James Wan, because he's doing the Aquaman. I guess he's also signed on to be the producer of the the live-action Swamp thing that's going to be on the DC Universe. But, also found out this week that he's the producer for the, (laughs) once again, rebooted Mortal Kombat movie.
1: Another movie nobody cares about.
0: Which is being written by the guy who wrote the screenplay for Wonder Woman 1984.
1: I mean, video game <laughs> movies
0: never work. No, they don't. They, they they don't. There's really they have a track record that is horrible as far as being converted to movies, big screen, to where they just they they haven't worked. There's just, been a couple that have been okay, but when I say okay, it's like okay enough for me to watch it when it comes on TV, not to like rent it or go to the movie theaters to see it.
1: Yeah, I just think that people think video games. I think that it was a fad maybe a while back where those movies kind of were, you know, like when Tomb Raider, the mm-hmm. first time came out, and, you know, early 2000s. I think it was just people were wanting different kinds of movies, and now I just don't think that's, I mean, early 2000s was your was your time, and if it didn't work then, it sure as hell is not going to work now. No. So, anyway. Man, mm-hmm. that's a lot of news Any more? You got anything else in that little... No, that's... Treasure trove of goodies?
0: No, that's it. It's just, it's, it seems like it's been forever since we've done a podcast, and especially a podcast that had any movie news. Uh-huh. And I just feel like... You're catching a, up? A lot of stuff kind of came out over the last week or so that well, I felt like... Well, there's probably like going to be more news about.
1: coming out this month with Comic-Con happening and all this other stuff kind of, you know, getting ready.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and yeah. Comic-Con will probably be going on when we won't have a podcast.
1: Well, then we'll have a big bulk <laughs> up of news coming up after that.
0: Awesome. But I'm done. I'm done with the news. I'm ready to get on to the the review. Well, let's do it. Awesome. Warning this podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. All right. Well, let's just jump into it since Carolyn says I've already wasted 15 minutes of time.
1: Well, 13 and a Um, half minutes.
0: Okay. And now it's
1: 15.
0: (laughs) Ant Man and the Wasp. I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was I saw fun. It I
1: think it was a great twice
0: sequel. in eleven hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I has as well saw it twice, but not in eleven hours.
0: <laughs> but no, I thought it was good, and I thought yet again, Marvel kind of nailed a a I say villain, as in Ghost was the villain of this. But like with Ghost, Thanos. And Killmonger, like the last three villains of their movies, it's like I can see their side of things and why they're doing the things that they're doing.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, it's kind of just a well-rounded character Uh as to she's bad because of things that have happened to her. Yes. And if I was in her place, I'd be pissed just as well. Mm -hmm. Used, abused, you know, her father being killed and then kind of... Kind of warping history to kind of fit her way of thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see all of that.
0: Yeah, and I liked how they how they cast a female for this lead when in the, I guess in the comic books it was a, a dude. But I liked I liked that whole thing. I thought that was really cool how they did that. I'm really curious on her to know more of her backstory. We'll probably never get it, but then again, she's not she's not gone. Mm-hmm. She's still there because at the at the very end of the movie, the the mid post credit scene, they're doing things to still help her, so she's still around. They didn't lock her up or throw her in jail. They kind of let her go on her way. But I was thinking that she was kind of going off and doing things for Shield, mm-hmm. like assassination stuff and all that. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, now when was that taking place? I assume that's if she was doing it for Shield, it's when Shield was still kind of around but now they're no longer around because i would say it would
1: be when she was i mean how old do you think she is like in her mid-20s young 20s probably i would say she's probably like 22 Mm. at the oldest
0: but i guess it's like so she was doing things for shield how i mean she wasn't brainwashed but her kind of a a counterpart to her was winter soldier who was brainwashed by hydra and doing bad things for hydra now she's doing bad things for Shield, but at this time Shield had Hydra all up in it. So were the people that were giving her her missions, like Hydra agents, to kind of do this. I don't know it was just—I just kind of found that brief little glimpse into her. Well, I mean, her no matter what they lied to her because
1: they didn't know how to fix her, and they never oh, yeah. were going to. They were mm-hmm. just using her.
0: Yeah. So I like that little glimpse that you got of of her of her backstory, I thought it was really cool. Right. I thought her costume was awesome.
1: And I really liked how, you know, how she kind of appears sometimes. <laughs> like, the two times where she kind of appears out of nowhere and, because, uh, like, the Wasp was fighting and kind of walking off with, you know, mm-hmm. what she wanted. Yeah. And um, then that ghost kind of appears and they're like, what? And then the second time when they're kind of uh, interrogating – the you know uh ant-man's little team his little Uh, mm ex-con associates and she like just shows up and everybody's like
0: wow yeah
1: (laughs) damn (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think that this movie does a lot of times i complain about movies being too big Mm -hmm. i don't need world ending events because it doesn't make sense in the world that if there's going to be this world-eating event happening at the same time as something else, or why isn't so-and-so coming to help?
0: Mm-hmm. Like Suicide Squad did.
1: Right. It's, it's very whew, shrunk down, so to say. Yes. Because...
0: And localized. I mean, it's, it's, it's it is. Specifically it's specifically about small. them.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, you know, her, because she specifically wants the tech that they're developing, mm-hmm. and she's been kind of watching them. Mm-hmm.
0: To save herself. Right. I mean, because she she didn't ask for, you know, this thing to happen. It was just an accident. She got caught up in it, and she – and it's from – it seems to be very painful, and I don't blame her one bit for trying to stop the pain.
1: Yeah. And then the other one – and the other kind of bad guys being kind of like black market, um, Mm -hmm. you know, tech people, you know,
0: he's – Which I want to know – I want to know who he – who is he working for? Right. Because – there's somebody pulling his chain. Right. And I want, I'm just curious, will we ever find out who it is? Yeah, because it's
1: kind of like, you know, it's on a more lower level.
0: Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's
1: big enough for this moot. You know, it's still enough to give it kind of a, a good storyline. Mm-hmm. It keeps you interested. It's exciting. You know, it's more about them. And um, it's totally more believable as a story that could happen in their universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, they talk about this is the first... You know, in the MCU, specifically, this is the first title character that's a woman in a movie. Mm -hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, the Wasp, she's technically the first woman in a title role in a movie. Yeah. In the MCU. There have been before her, but in the Mm -hmm. MCU itself. And, um, I mean, I thought she kind of... I would say she kind of, you know, stole the show. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she's definitely the better... You know, the better fighter. You know, she knows how to, you know, she's smarter, you know. Ant-Man is kind of like just wearing the suit, and he's clever. You know, he's Uh got, but he's not the scientist.
0: No, and and he's got the the little jokes and the little witty comments and all that. But, like, when she goes to the hotel to get that last component that they need from, I forgot the guy's name, but from him, and he kind of double-crosses her and all that stuff. I mean... Her just kind of walking in there and the confidence that she did just to walk in there. And then, you know, when she puts on the wall suit and, and fights and all that, was awesome. That whole scene was And her
1: fighting style awesome. was really cool. The way that she utilizes,
0: oh yeah, you know,
1: being big and small. You know, I feel like Scott can get to there. But it's like, you know, he's been under house arrest. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he hasn't been doing anything for two years. Yeah. And he has some of the skills so that le- she's...
0: Learning up. Uh, Magic. (laughs) Right. Up close magic. Up close magic, yes.
1: But, but, you know, she's definitely the better fighter. And, you know, now that they'll be, well, you know, hopefully at Mm -hmm. some point in the future, they'll be, you know, training together again. So Mm -hmm. hopefully it would be, because I feel like he's still going to be under probation. So he's still going to have to do it on the sly. Yes. I'm sure he can't have any, you know known acquaintances with them, you Mm -hmm. know. But, uh... Just the... You know, just kind of the imaginative stuff that they have in this movie. Kind of, you know... Even at the end, when they're at the movie theater, and it's actually a computer screen, and they're shrunk down. Or how they use the cars. The one thing, if you want to get technical, how does... How do they know what stays big and what stays small? Like, when you're Mm -hmm. in a car, how do they know that you need to go down there with it? But and you're on a building and the bird has landed on it it doesn't mm-hmm. shrink it's touching the building but yet when the building shrinks it doesn't shrink
0: yeah i, I, I assume and i just i just chalked this up to you know i kind of check it at the door but i just assume that anything inside those things when it shrinks everything inside of it shrinks so and if, and if the, you're and
1: waving the, out the window your hand wouldn't shrink
0: well, you you probably couldn't engage it with the window down because there was a, a time in the movie where she said you can't, you can't open the door with the whatever engaged. So I would assume that the windows need to be up, doors need to be shut. And when you engage it, it probably automatically locks all those things to where you can't roll down the windows and you can't open the doors. Same thing with the building. When you shrink it down, you probably can't open the door and, you know.
1: Stick your finger in stick there. Stick your finger
0: in there and stuff like that. That it's like okay. engaged in lockdown. I mean, so I, that's just kind of the way I
1: Yeah, and then it's like so it the wheels on the building, me. does it go into the ground?
0: And see, that was one okay, the wheels in the building when they shrink it down, and then when they move it, it's like, okay, where are you getting your electricity from? And and all, I mean, there's a whole bunch of that stuff that I'm just kinda of like, you know what? Especially
1: or the oh. house at the end. How are you gonna have plumbing in that house?
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, do you not have plumbing? So yes, it's one of those things where it's I, kind of I didn't, check it at the door. Yeah, I just didn't I, didn't I didn't linger on it. I'm like it's just enjoy it. It's a movie, it's funny. I'm just I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep it at that. Yeah. And so that's all I mean I, definitely I did. kind
1: of and I definitely feel like, you know, this kind of is a little bit more family friendly. So, you know, there's nothing really horrible about it like you know Infinity War I'd be afraid to bring kids cuz you know Well
0: yeah and I and with Infinity War and Black Panther I did not take my 4 and 6 year old to see either one of those movies because the stuff in there was a little too real but with Ant-Man and the Wasp it was it was fine and and they've seen the first one
1: And I mean I think that tons. in casting with Paul Rudd being the Ant Man. I mean it's like mm-hmm. it fits his personality. He fits that personality of Ant Man and what they're developing that character as. Yes. So it's like it's believable that this guy um. could do that. I mean <laughs> you know, you could I don't believe he could be Captain America. No. By don't, any means. No. no. <laughs> but like his personal personality fits this role.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: that's another thing that Marvel it's like when they when they said Paul Rudd was gonna be this, you're like what? I mean, mm. as a superhero, but then you see it and you're like, okay, I get it. You mm-hmm. knew what you're doing.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah.
1: have that confidence ever with DC. I'm surprised sometimes mm-hmm. with the casting choice. Yes. Pleasantly surprised, but most of the time I'm like, what? And then, mm-hmm. mm, and then. Eh.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was like with Aquaman. I still kind of, I still have my doubts with Jason Momoa as Aquaman. It's. He I mean, he definitely he, looks the part. He looks the part. And he looks really cool. But I just don't... I, I don't know...
1: If he can carry a if he can movie. Carry, this is a
0: big-time movie that he's about to be in. And I, I worry if he can carry this this type of thing. Knowing where the current state of DC is right now. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, Marvel, they they nailed it. It's like, I, I like the story. I liked... Um, What's his name? Lawrence Fishburne. His character. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that little twist right. coming where he was kind of working with ghosts, trying to help her. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's not a bad guy. He's just trying to help her find a cure so that, you know, all the quantum stuff going on with her or whatever is fixed. So she's yeah. not in pain anymore and stuff like that. So I didn't see that little
1: I mean, I can twist kinda see coming, that but. he's taking care of her. Ever since she was little. So it's kind of like it's his daughter. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like an adoptive daughter for him. Yeah. I would see that's how. Because, you know, she went to S.H.I.E.L.D. when she was still a little kid. And Mm -hmm. he's known her since then. So I'm sure he's taken care of her since she's been five. Yeah. So I would feel like he is kind of her dad in Mm -hmm. that role. And, you know, that's how he feels towards her. Mm -hmm. So this whole time he's developing tech just to keep her stable and to kind of ease her pain and trying to figure out you know
0: yeah and i also read where this was when they brought up goliath that this was a nice little nod all the way back to iron man 2 where tony stark was talking to jarvis and wanted jarvis to check three files for him and i and i forgot what the other two were but the third one was the goliath project the first one was a project which has come to fruition. It's been in the movies, and I forgot what it was. And the second one hasn't yet. So I just wonder if that will play a role in any of these movies down the line, or just not like a big role, but just kind of like a little nod, tying all these things together, because Marvel knows what they're doing. Right. They have these little nods and, and Easter eggs throughout all these Films. And sometimes
1: it's like that's all you need to connect these movies. Mm-hmm. You don't need a big connection. You just need little ah moments. Yeah,
0: like with like the conversation with um, Wasp and Ant Man when they're in there, and she's saying, like, well, "Why don't you ask me, you know, to go with you to help and and all that stuff?" Just those little nods. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like oh, you know, yes. It's it's all or when. <laughs>
1: What's that? The FBI agent is explaining to <laughs> his to Scott's daughter about this Skotovia oh, yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> You get that,
0: sweetheart? <laughs> that but, guy, that guy was pretty good too. Yeah, he was I like him.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like him and other. You know, most of the stuff he does is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he matches the personality of this movie. And it's kind of like it's good yes. casting. Mm-hmm. And um, but. I feel like, you know, even the bad guy who's was in Tomb Tomb Raider, he fits this character a lot better and yes. is more believable uh-huh. as this kind of a henchman than, like, the guy over there. Because
0: I remember with the Tomb Raider review movie that I had a problem with him.
1: Like, his acting wasn't that great in that.
0: I, no, I, I just, I had, a, yeah, I had a problem with with his whole thing, but in this one... Going into it, I knew that he was in it, so I was kind of leery of it, but once the movie started and we got into it and all that, I didn't notice it, didn't bother me, Just he just fell right into it.
1: Well, and plus I wonder if, you know, I've definitely noticed actors that are, um, you know, in some movies you see them and they're great, and in some things you see them, it's, they're not, not too, you know, they're not mm-hmm. great. And I wonder if it's kind of like depends on the director. Like, I feel like some actors Mm -hmm. need good directors to kind of direct them into the right spot. And I feel like when that happens, they're awesome. Because, I mean, Walter Gibbons or something, I think that's his name, in (laughs) Justified, I mean, the whole season. I mean, he's great in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, you know, perfect. But then in Tomb Raider, it's horrible. But then in this one, it's kind of like, you know it's better. It's like, I wonder if he's kind of like, you know, the director he, if it's not a good director, it's, it's a movie that it's kind of just thrown together. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like he needs, cause I feel like there's a few other actors I've seen and they're like, sometimes they do like Oscar winning kind of movies
0: mm-hmm.
1: and roles. And then at other times you're like, is that, I mean, that, it's horribly acted. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway, I, I liked him in this. I don't know if it just fit him better. Mm-hmm. Like this character fits him better. Yeah. Um, cause you know, he's kind of a- i mean, he's definitely a character actor and, um, you know, maybe some characters just fit him better. And mm-hmm. this one definitely was, was done well. And, but I mean, even the way that, you know, in the first movie, they kind of have that kind of drunk history style of storytelling mm-hmm. and, you know, they kind of brought that back. And with the, the guy who's kind of like his best friend.
0: Yeah. They, yeah. They kind of had it, you know, tour, I mean, the middle-ish.
1: Didn't do overdo it. They just uh, the do movie. it that one that one yeah. little time, and it was kind of like this middle kind of just comic relief kind of section. And
0: is, in the first movie, when they do those two sections, those are awesome, right? And so when they did it here, it's like they, they they just they're so well done when they do them. It's like I love it, but like you, I don't I don't need a lot of it because a little bit of it goes a long way, and it's it's enough to you know make me feel good and, and right. laugh and giggle, but. Yeah, and this it's, it's one, it's well, like
1: they did it at fast forward almost too. Because he's on mm-hmm. that truth, his truth serum. <laughs> and
0: he goes, yeah, you put the diamond in him, you just got to let him go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like speaking like Micro Machine Man kind of level. Uh-huh. And then the actor's having to do it at the same time.
0: Man, thought, everybody in this movie is 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 really good. And they, they played their, their parts very well. Mm-hmm. Like... Everybody with the you know the ex con security consultants, like they didn't have huge roles, but the but the the parts that they they were in they did well and they were funny and entertaining. Yeah, and I, I feel just... like
1: everybody had their moment. I mean, yeah. I feel like every character in this movie pretty much had mm-hmm. their moment. Like either be dramatic, be comic, be you know, it's like they all had kind of a moment mm-hmm. that they could shine for whether it be a few seconds or a few minutes. But I think everybody had, like, their kind of moment in this movie. And it it worked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it was was really good. Um, Now, the quantum realm. Going into this, everybody knew that this movie actually takes place before Infinity Wars does. We just didn't know exactly when
1: mm-hmm. so did, we find did, out did it happen like two, right after
0: civil war or or right before infinity war kind of where is it at well i guess it's hap- this movie takes place 2 years or so after
1: right cause he's civil war cuz yeah. he's he's on it's house arrest 2 years after he gets ta- you know mm-hmm. so civil war happens he's in prison for i don't know how long probably just a month or a few weeks or something mm-hmm. just to get you know and he makes a deal And he's on two years house arrest, three years probation. Yes. And he's been on his two years of house arrest. This is like three days before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, Hope and what's the Pim? I can't remember what his first name is. Hank. Hank. They've been kind of on the run this whole time because they've been trying to find him. Since
0: Civil War because they knew where, they knew where, where, um. Lang got his tech from. Well, they gave him, yeah. They knew
1: yeah. They knew that the tech came from Hank.
0: Yeah. Because he that, was... Yeah, and that's why they wanted him. That's mm-hmm. why they wanted Hope and Hank. Yeah. That's why they were on the run, yeah.
1: So, uh, because they, as part of doing, developing that tech, mm-hmm. it, you know, is against the C- Sarkovia C- Accords or whatever. So, anyway. So, we know this is exactly two years. But mm-hmm. then they have a mid-credit scene... And you don't know what how much time has passed between the end of the movie and the end credit scene. Yes. I would guess... Not too... I don't know. I, I mean, it. I
0: wouldn't say it's it's a long time. I would say there's been some time. Um, and I would probably say that, that this movie, if you look at the 20 movies of the MCU, I would probably just go ahead and, and put this movie after Spider-Man Homecoming. Because you look at the, the two years he's been on... Or, yeah, because, well, no, you got Thor Ragnarok. I mean, I, I would put this movie after Thor...
1: I thought we were putting it right before or, Infinity War. So, yes. it's after Black Panther, it's after Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. it's after Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I was getting my things all confused. <laughs> but, yes, I'd put it right before Infinity War. And the mid credit scene... I guess takes place right before the snap. Like... A couple minutes, <laughs> right before the snap, because you know, what's his what's his name? Ant Man's name? Scott. Scott. Because he's going in the quantum realm so that they can get some of the stuff to help Ghost. I uh, guess. Do we
1: know that specifically to help Ghost? I don't uh-huh. remember them saying specifically uh-huh. that it's to help her. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I thought it was just them collecting that stuff for.
0: No, no, they made mention of it. Okay, I just missed it. To help Ava. Mm -hmm. So when he goes in there to get it, he's getting some of that stuff that's going to help her. Because Michelle Pfeiffer, who was the original Wasp, she's now back. They found her in the the quantum realm, and she's been in there for 30-some-odd years just soaking up stuff. So she has some kind of abilities. Not sure what they are. But she helped helped Ghost when she got back Mm -hmm. to kind of... I say stabilizer. I don't know if it's... I'm sure there's a better word out there. But to kind of take the pain away from her and to stop her from kind of... It's all that phasing. Phasing, phasing. phasing, yeah. And so the mid credit scene kind of has Scott going into a... Now a miniature version of the quantum tunnel that's in the the back of the van. <laughs> 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 so he goes in there to get the stuff to, I guess... To help Ava. I don't know if it's a possible cure or if this is just kind of, you know, medicine mm-hmm. to, to help her. But so she's still around. Well, while Scott's in there, you know, they're, they're kind of talking back and forth and some are being quiet and they're like, Scott, Scott, you know, are you there? Are you there? And he's not saying anything, but then he does. So it's kind of this jokey thing back and forth. Well, When he's ready to be pulled out, he says, Hey guys, I'm ready to be pulled out. So they do a countdown and the countdown stops like at three or something like that. And he's thinking that they're pulling the joke on him. Well, that was the moment where they turned to dust. Mm -hmm. So he right now is stuck in the quantum realm. And I don't think that as of right now, we know of a way that he's going to get out. But before he went in... Michelle Pfeiffer's character said you need to look out for these monster whatever things. They'll eat you. They're cute, but they'll eat you, whatever. And then also beware the time vortex, which the Infinity War Part 2 movie, Avengers 4 next year. A lot of people have been theorizing that there's going to be some time travel Because you see Captain America and Iron Man and all of them like in their Avengers, the first Avengers movie, outfits, standing in the street of New York City. But they all have some kind of little gizmo gadgets on their hand, as though that could be some kind of time travel, time vortex through the quantum realm to reverse time or something. So I think that they've kind of opened up the door on how they're going to try to fix the Thanos thing.
1: Right. Yeah, because that's my thought is that, you know, they talk about space and time is different in the quantum realm. It doesn't exist or it moves differently and all that stuff. So I noticed that too when she talked about the time vortex Mm -hmm. and somehow if he gets... Because at this point, nobody... A, nobody knows he's in there. no, And B... Who would be there to save him, Lawrence Fishburne? Like, come in and try to do something.
0: Yeah, if if he didn't get turned to dust. Right. Who knows who's dust? I mean, I and I don't know. Does I have no idea? It's like I, I have no idea. But I'm so excited to see what happens in Avengers Four. Where does it start? Does it start with? Does the it snap? start? Does it, does it start with the snap? Does it start start with Scott and, in the quantum realm? And finding a time vortex or something. I, I have no idea.
1: I mean, he's gotten himself out of the quantum realm before. Yeah, but... I just
0: don't know if he has any of the enlargers with him. To... But then again, the belt buckle gizmo thing that he has on, on the new suit is different than the old suit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he can put one of those enlarger things in there and do what he did in the first one. Or
1: maybe do something different. I, don't know. I just
0: don't know. I feel like
1: he's going to get trapped in a time vortex and somehow figure out how to get make himself big, and he's going to get make himself big in a different time.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and maybe... Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But it puts such a, puts a, such a smile on my face.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of like, you know... I think they did a good job because now people are going to be doing all of these odd theories because mm-hmm. they've said... You know, they moved Ant-Man behind Infinity War for a specific reason. Uh Uh-huh. But they they don't, you know, you don't figure it out totally Mm -hmm. in this movie. It's all kind of open. And, you know, they did the same thing with Infinity War where they kind of showed false previews. So people would like, you know, with Hulk and stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. It's like, I don't know if they were false previews. Like with Hulk running through the jungle and stuff like that, which was never in the movie, but it was in the trailer. I still think that... That's actually going to be in the in the movie. It's just going to be in Avengers 4. Could be. Like when Thanos shows up, they're all there to get him. So, I mean, we'll see. But then you also have Captain Marvel is, coming.
1: Right. You have Captain Marvel. Who set in
0: the 90s? Mm-hmm. Set in the 90s. So, this is another one of those movies where, I mean, the snap. It's like, is there going to be a little mid credit scene with this as well, with her getting the, the page. Or it could be, that's how it
1: starts, and then it goes back in time. Kind of like what they did with Captain America.
0: hmm Yeah. It, or they bookend well it. Because I think that the Ant-Man quantum realm thing is how they and maybe she's reverse got time. And I really think that Captain Marvel is the muscle that they need to... Defeat Thanos. Mm-hmm. So I think that these two movies were they, they were put in between for, for a, a reason. Yeah, exactly. Because Marvel just doesn't throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks and says, "This is what we're going to do."
1: Huh? Who who would do
0: that? <laughs> I know. I, I love taking my shots at DC. <laughs> so, and then so so you have that thing. And then the other thing that I read somewhere was that Scott Lang's daughter. Is going to get aged up. A little bit.
1: Like in for, the next Ant-Man? Or? No,
0: for Avengers 4. So, I think that they are getting ready to make her I stinger.
1: Hmm.
0: Or something like that.
1: Well, they're setting it up. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah, so, I mean, yeah. During this whole movie, she said she wanted to be, you know, her dad's and partner. I, mean, I, I feel, I feel like this, even and, her
1: character is well played in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah. Like, you
0: know... It's like I'd I like to and... see her be Stinger, mm-hmm. but I understand if you want to get somebody that's a little bit older. I I get it. I I understand. But she did she did a great job in here, and with the Ant Man movie, and that franchise of stuff. Like I'm fine with if you wanted to make his daughter a little superhero. I think with the Ant Man stuff, it works. I mean, I think that's it, probably it, one it of the fits. only
1: ones that would work.
0: Yes, I mean, I you can't. I mean. Yeah, the Iron Man, Peter Parker, Spider Man stuff. It's Spider Man, Spider Man. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it's one of the very few ones that you can you can have a l- younger hero in and and pull it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. You can't do that with Black Panther. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> have a kitten. Black kitten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. So, that's all, so there's tons of things that I'm excited to see with the next... Because it mean, could be, you know, MCU I mean, stuff.
1: could they make something happen? You know, if they change time, then there could be alternate, you know, I mean, alternate alternate endings, you know, and our alternate reality
0: mm. yeah. stuff
1: not, might not be the same. So I don't know. It's kind of leaves it all up in the air. And it's, I mean, mm. it's the end of a phase. It's the end yeah. of an era. And yeah, because
0: what is this is the end of what phase three, or is it phase? I
1: think it's phase, phase three. Yeah, I think so. Because I think cause Avengers I know, was the end of phase one. Avengers two is kind of the end of phase
0: two. And, and Spider Man, um, the next one, kicks off the next phase.
1: So at the end of let's say was it twenty two? Twenty two is going to be the the last movie. So it kind of mm-hmm. for the like that's a. Infinity War yeah, I think, 2 I think is, is going to be phases. twenty. It was going to be the twenty second movie. Mm-hmm.
0: So, whew! Yeah, and and right now for Phase Four, you have the Spider Man movie and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and Doctor Strange. Well, yes, I mean yes, there'll be one in there, but there were some rumors I saw today where they moved Indiana Jones Five off of a release date, and they moved something. Five months ahead, and and it just happens to be one day off of when Black Panther was released. So it's going to be—it's a Marvel movie that's going to be released in February. In February of twenty twenty-one, or no twenty. So not next
1: February, but the next February. Yeah, not
0: yeah, not this February coming up. It might be the yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty.
1: So it would be like the next movie after Spider Man. Well, I have no idea. Well,
0: would well, you look at? What Marvel's doing? They're releasing three movies a year, and and I would assume that they're going to release at least two, if not three, movies a year for Infinity. <laughs> because for them to just release one movie a year, it, for me would be ridiculous. Because they they've now set this pace that you know we're we are doing three movies, and for you to just do one, it's like so next. Well, next year they're going to have three.
1: Right, they're having three. I'm trying to think. Captain so this Marvel, year, Avengers, they Four, Spider Man. Last year, did they have three?
0: Well, they had Thor. Yeah. Then they have Thor, Spider Man, and Guardians, yeah. Volume 2.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's three years in a row where they've had at least three. I mean, I'm not going to go back any further than that and hurt my brain. But so 2020, I would expect there's going to be three movies. And I mean, it depends quite It's been quite possible. They want to get
1: through these phases because it could be like ramp up and then, I don't know. I mean, because I mean,
0: you could have your Black Panther, your Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and your Doctor Strange. All in 2020.
1: Yeah, you could. Man. that would be a good year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so as long as the Marvel keeps doing three movies a year, yeah, they're all going to be good years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right, that's all. That's all I have. I think I did a pretty. Yeah, well I mean, I think that overall, I this. think
1: Ant Man. We both really liked it. I mean, if you, I'm the only thing that you would you know, say that's bad about it is if you start nitpicking the details about what Mm -hmm. shrinks and what doesn't shrink and plumbing and stuff, but really, I mean, I mean, really just don't think about it and just enjoy the movie. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like they did a good job with all the characters. I feel like it was, you know, fun, entertaining to watch. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, something that I wouldn't mind watching over again. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it kind of follows up with the first one it keeps the same feel the characters Mm -hmm. you know have grown you know they i mean i feel like it's a really good sequel and Mm -hmm. you know sometimes their sequels aren't aren't very good and this one i feel like they've kind of upped their game and i feel like lately i mean marvel hasn't been able i mean they've been batting a thousand Mm -hmm. i mean lately i mean
0: yeah and and as far as like their, their sequels it's like the you know iron man 2 uh I didn't really care for it, you know. Well,
1: I definitely didn't care Thor, for
0: Thor. Thor two was, I think, it's my bottom of the list movie. I think it's my nineteen. Um, but you look at,
1: you know, I, I mean, Guardians two.
0: Guardians two what was, was, was okay. better than was better than the Iron Man and Thor twos. They, they were better. I, they kind of lost me at the. But like Winter Soldier, I mean, thing. that's a
1: lot of people's favorite, mm-hmm. or a lot of people like. I mean, it's it like, was okay. I like, for Winter, me.
0: I like Winter Soldier more so than Captain America: First Avenger. I liked Captain America First Avenger. It just was really long to me. Eh. It's like when I'd sit there and think this this feels long then uh, whatever. It's not that I didn't like it. It's not that I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. It's it's above my line of movies from the MCU that I will watch. And when we go through the rankings I'll tell you where that line is of MCU (laughs) movies that I will never watch again.
1: Some movies I don't really like, but I feel like there's always so many references back to them that I feel like I need to rewatch them.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: but I don't know if I ever will, unless it's free somehow somewhere.
0: (laughs) I'm never going to pay to
1: see it for sure.
0: Okay. All right. So grades, you want to do grades and then 2018 movie rankings and then the MCU overall ranking. Sounds good. Okay. All right grades Carolyn
1: I'm gonna give it an F
0: (laughs) I give you an F
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I'm giving this one an A it's I mean I watched it twice and it it was entertaining both times Mm -hmm. and I think it was fun I mean it's not like epic like Avengers Infinity War was epic yeah but it's still a good solid movie the characters the acting I mean I thought it was good you know for what it is It's entertaining, it's fun, It's kind of keeps that same kind of movie. It's not as much of a heist movie as the first one, but it Mm -hmm. still has the same feel as it. And Mm -hmm. it's definitely not too big for, you know, what it should be. And it had great tie-ins to, you know, the other movies in the universe. And the end, where they kind of turned to dust, was like a really... I mean, the theater, I heard audible gasping
0: Mm -hmm. when that happened. Oh, yeah. Both times. And mm-hmm. so,
1: I mean, it had those good moments in there too. So, it's kind of, and and the fact that it kind of the speculation that it leads, I mean, it did the perfect amount of telling you information but not telling you information, so mm-hmm. it kind of makes you wonder what's going to happen and theorize mm-hmm. and make, look forward to what the next movie's going to bring. So, yeah. I'm giving it an A.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I too am going to give it an A. I thought I thought the movie was I thought it was great. Um I thought it was, you know, well written. I loved Ghost. I thought this was the third movie in a row now of Marvel villains that have been very relatable mm-hmm. and not just looking to, you know, destroy the planet or take over the world, but you can feel for them. Mm-hmm. You kind of understand why they're doing what they're doing. Um and I thought all the other cast that was in here. I thought they all played their roles great, so it was very entertaining. And without, I mean, even before the the mid credit scene, from beginning to end, it was a it's it's a movie. It, mm-hmm. It's it's its own it's its own movie. It's not like it continues into you know okay now we need to wait till Ant Man three or or whatever. It's a it's like a nice little movie that you can just go and watch. You don't have to do all the other stuff so yeah
1: and then the end end credit scene is you know they've kind of become the thing where they do the mid credit is like what you need to pay attention to yeah and then the last one is kind of more just funny Mm -hmm. like for the people who actually sit there but then i did like how they said ant-man and the wasp will return period question mark Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah And and that and that's just kind of i just think that's just kind of you know, Marvel's way of playing into the whole Avengers (laughs) snap dusting thing. And one being stuck in the quantum realm
1: and one being poofed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Will
1: they both return? I don't don't know. know.
0: And and I think that's where it also comes into where the only other movies that you know right now that are, are officially on their slate is the Spider-Man and guardians that I, and then Marvel's not going to be at comic-con because I think they want to get through Avengers four because of it's such a huge event, get through that. And then next year's comic con, I bet. Ooh, Cause Marvel it's going to be kick off out, the next phase. Yeah. Cause by that time you might have Spider-Man out. And so you'll get the whole new phase four movie lineups of when all these movies are coming up and most likely Marvel will stick to it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to change move or, I mean, it's,
1: I mean, dates kind of change, yeah. but movies don't change. Mm-hmm. If they say they're going to make a Black Panther, you better damn well believe there's going to be a Black <laughs> Panther. Now, yes. if it moves from March to February, or mm-hmm. you know, from May to whatever, that might happen. But it's still going to be there, and it's still going to be the next movie. It's just yeah. their whole timeline ends up changing. So, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: cool. Okay, so
0: yep, what's your ranks? What's my ranks for the 2018 movies? Uh, well, <laughs> Rampage. Is number 12. A Wrinkle in Time is 11. So Shelly asked me if I wanted to watch A Wrinkle in Time over the weekend. And I said, no. I don't want to see it. It wasn't made for me. It's fine. But I'm not a 12-year-old girl. Just a little side note for you. All right. Man, And I'm sitting here looking at this. Deadpool 2 is number 10. <laughs> and I can't believe I gave that movie a C. But you know what? I'm sticking to my guns. It's fucking C. Walks like a duck, sounds like a duck, must be a duck.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, number nine. Ready Player One. Jurassic World is eight. Solo is seven. Tomb Raider is six. Ocean's eight is five. Four is Ant Man and the Wasp. Three is Incredibles 2, 2 is Black Panther, and 1 is Infinity Wars.
1: Man! Well, I have Rampage is number 12, (laughs) Wrinkle in Time number 11, Tomb Raider number 10, Deadpool number 9, Jurassic World number 8, Ready Player One, 7, Ocean's 8, 6, Incredibles 2, 5, Solo, 4, and number 3. That's where Ant-Man and the Wafts is sitting. Then I have Black Panther's number 2, and Infinity War is still number 1.
0: Man, I'm looking at the rest of the movies that we have on the slate for 2018. And... I I am willing to say Rampage it's not moving off the bottom spot.
1: Oh I'm thinking Venom is gonna be beat, is gonna be
0: You you think you think Venom's gonna be worse than Rampage?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Bumblebee might be fighting for the second
0: <laughs> <laughs> I for me, I sit here and I look at this and I think Rampage and A Wrinkle in Time, they are fucking stuck at the bottom. That's the I way, think, I, that's the way I look Venom, at it I'm now. I'm thinking
1: Venom's going to be fighting for last.
0: Bumblebee. I mean, yes, there, there are some things that they need from, that, from the trailers that I don't like, and I have huge concerns. But I'm trying to keep an open mind. <laughs> I've because, never had an open because, mind,
1: and I never will.
0: Because I, I enjoy Venom so much. It's like, I want to see this. But I will say, if it's, you know, an hour and a half, two hour film, and we only get to see all Venomed up once at the very end of the movie, yes, I am going to kill that movie. I feel like It's Venom. I need to see Venom. I
1: feel like it's a dude, it's a dude character, and I still don't understand the reason for him. Except for just being, looks cool.
0: Well, it's, it's Sony, they're trying to do something with the characters that they still have. <laughs> they're trying, they're I trying. I still,
1: I mean, even if it was anybody else, I just don't understand Venom, the character, being a title role in a movie.
0: Because he's very popular.
1: I know. I know, he's very popular, but give me the reason why. Besides looking cool... And killing things.
0: Because he's, he's very popular and they think that they're going to make money. Because it's Venom.
1: I know. I just don't understand why people... I mean, it's like, what is it? What is... I mean, I get him as a villain against yeah. Spider-Man. You know? That Venom. But
0: to have a movie... Yeah, a, Venom's kind of turned to an anti-hero. <laughs> I, hate I hate that. I, I know. I fucking hate <laughs> anti-heroes. This is because you want to, it's because you want to take a... A, a villain that everybody likes, and you want them not to do bad things all the time. <laughs> just
1: keep him as a villain. That's what they are. Don't make him a good guy just so you can make him have a own movie. Yeah. I, I just, I still, I just don't see the point, and I don't. I mean, the only time, anytime you ever ask somebody why they like Venom, it's he's cool. He looks cool, and
0: he is. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, the MCU rankings. We now officially have 20 movies in the can. Okay. You want to go first? No, you can go. Okay. So, and I I will tell people where my threshold of movies is that I, I don't want to see again. Okay. Okay, here we go. I can do that. Number 20, Thor 2, 19, Iron Man 2.
1: That's where your threshold is? (laughs) No, no.
0: Hang with me. Okay, Iron Man 3 is 18. That's my threshold. (laughs) Because number 17 on up, I'll watch again. Uh, And speaking of, number 17 is Thor. 16 is Age of Ultron. 15 is Hulk. 14 is Captain America, First Avenger. Thirteen is Guardians Volume Two. Twelve. Ant Man and the Wasp.
1: So that's your new twelve, right that's, below Spider Man?
0: Yep, right below Spider Man because I did my which one would I rather? And looking at the two, I I, I love Spider Man. I love Tom Holland. I love what's his name? Vulture Dude. Uh, Michael Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's it. And I, that movie was great, and it's you know when seen as many times as I have now, I probably have it lower <laughs> than what it probably really should be, <laughs> but it's gonna stay. All right, so eleven Spider Man, ten Thor Ragnarok, nine is Winter Soldier, eight is Doctor Strange, seven is Ant Man, six is Avengers. 5 is Iron Man. 4 is Guardians Volume 1. 3 is Black Panther. 2 is Civil War. And 1 is Infinity War.
1: Cool. Okay, well I have uh, number 20, Iron Man 2. 19, Hulk. 18, Thor 2. 17, Thor. 16, Iron Man 3. 15, Age of Ultron. And I'm thinking that's probably where my threshold is. Is is. that your
0: threshold? I feel like
1: sometimes I I feel like I could watch Age of Ultron just for the pure reason of information that is pivotal. Like, I mean, everything is about
0: this. And that that movie starts off so badass. Because they start off in mid-mission running through the snowy mountain forest of Russia or someplace.
1: See, I don't even remember. And see, I feel like I only saw it once. I feel like... I need to watch it just one more time just to get the information about it or like from it. Mm -hmm. But I remember not liking it so much. I never. And the fact is, I'm not going to pay to see it. So it needs to be on TV or HBO or, you know, some Marvel streaming where I can.
0: Just wait another year. Yeah. They'll, They'll see. They will learn a lot from DC Universe probably flopping and they will make sure that the, uh, Marvel streaming service or the Disney streaming service is uh, spot on.
1: Right, I'm sure. Uh, So then next, 14, Winter Soldier, 13, Captain America, 12, Guardians, Volume 2, and then 11, this is, I keep going back and forth. Which one? Which one? Which one? Which one? And I think I'm going to put Ant-Man here. Ant-Man, number 11. Number 10, Spider-Man. 9, Strange. 8, Ant-Man. 7, Ragnarok. 6, Iron Man. 5, Avengers. 4, Black Panther. 3, Guardians, Volume 1.
0: 2, Civil War. And number
1: 1, Infinity War.
0: You know, with that new Spider-Man movie that comes out next year, and the rumor is that it's going to be like Mysterio Mm -hmm. is going to be in there. I am 100% on board and would think it would be awesome if they ginger swapped that character too and made that a female.
1: Well, I thought they already casted it. Did they? I thought that's what Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be.
0: Man, it ran into my parade.
1: Yep. I don't know if it's official, but I know it's either been rumors or it's been. He's.
0: Why is he going to do that? He's, he's the next Batman. <laughs> well,
1: that's what I've he's heard. He's one of
0: the Batmans. <laughs> yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I thought, pretty sure that that's what I've no. heard. Well, I
0: mean, if I only had a device that could. Somehow tell me what's going on. Uh-oh. Do we have time
1: for this? We've already gone over an hour. No, we don't.
0: We don't have time.
1: Next week on Screen Beans, we'll find out if Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be on or off Spider-Man.
0: On or off Spider-Man? What? <laughs> what? I think you're getting your Not movies literally. confused. That was like Backbroke Mountain or
1: or something uh, like that. Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yep.
0: There it is. 2019. Quentin, Quentin Beck, Mysterio, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh-huh. What about him? It's on IMDb under Jake Gyllenhaal. There you go. Told you.
1: I was right.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'd much rather see him play this role than be Bruce Wayne because he is not Bruce Wayne to me. Okay. Well, there you have it. You can't be 5'11 and be Bruce Wayne. It's called lifts. Can't be five eleven with lifts and be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> nope. nope. It could be Dine Wink. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm. I'm all up for the uh, the ginger swapping. The ginger The, the ginger swapping. Gi- yeah. Is that yes. put in a redhead
1: in its place? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: okay. Well. Anyway. I'm done. Okay. Done. Okay. So this is this is our podcast for this week. Next week we're going to do our preacher podcast, and it's going to be four episodes deep into pr- preacher. Yes. Now I've seen three of these episodes, and I've seen two. And dang, it is Creepsville, but good.
0: Yes, and and we knew it was going it, it was going to be Creepsville more creepy than the previous first two seasons, just because of where they are at, like the middle of nowhere Louisiana swamp country. <laughs> it, it it had this element of it's going to be kind of backwoodsy creepy little yes and and so far for the first two episodes it's it's been what i thought it was going to be
1: yeah and all i gotta say is his grandma
0: dang anyway Uh,
1: so yeah that'll be what we'll be talking about next week so if you're a preacher fan then listen up so so.
0: and the week after that will be luke cage
1: luke cage which i'm i got two episodes left on that and it is dang good as well
0: yeah and i got seven
1: you better catch it. Hey, I got
0: seven episodes. Oh. You only have two. I have hmm. seven.
1: Well, you got a couple weeks, so start watching. <laughs> not like you have anything else to do.
0: Um, I gotta, <laughs> gotta watch Big Little Lies.
1: <laughs> We're not gonna have a podcast on that, BTW, so.
0: Cloak and Dagger?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> if we need something to talk about. We, and looking at the schedule, we might. Definitely, so. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us you know, whatever makes you happy You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud wherever on the dark web you can find us. So uh, until next week, we'll be talking to you later. Bye guys.